On today's episode of Locked On Golden Gophers, as the carousel of players continues, Minnesota has players leaving the program. It has players getting offers from the program. It has coaches talking to players about getting offers from the program. All sorts of new guys, football and basketball, with Gophers attached to their name, and that means we got to talk about it. It's a pump day edition of Locked On Golden Gophers. Welcome into the show, Nate Dickinson with you. You're tuned in to Locked On Golden Gophers. Everything you need to know about the Minnesota Gophers every single weekday, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're talking about new recruits, guys who could be coming into the program, also another basketball player heads out of Minnesota. That's all coming up here today. But let's get right into things as we kick off our program, as we do every day, with a look around what you may have missed over the last 24 hours in Minnesota sports news. Some good news on the ice for Minnesota women's hockey. Grace Zumwinkle has earned even more honors. This time she'll be able to play with those honors as she's named to the U.S. World Championship roster. Six former Gophers make that national team. Grace Zumwinkle, one of them as well. Also in the pool, Max McHugh had a huge, huge weekend winning a pair of national championships. And now the Big Ten has honored him as well by naming him Big Ten Swimmer of the Year. He was unanimously voted to that position. It's the first time that's happened since the Big Ten began keeping track of all the voting tallies in the voting or race is what you call it, a voting race. I don't know. Anyway, as we mentioned, a Minnesota basketball player has left the program as well. This time, Martise Mitchell is the one out the door. The freshman did not play much with the Gophers. He is the fifth Gopher to leave the team this offseason. And just another body that bites the dust as Ben Johnson is struggling to find even enough to field a team at this point. Moving on on the golf course, Angus Flanagan has made the Walker Cup roster. It's similar to the Ryder Cup. There's only amateurs of the U.S. going up against amateurs from Ireland and the U.K. So it's going to be a fun one for sure for Angus Flanagan, the Ireland native, to face off against, I'm sure, a whole bunch of American golfers he's gotten to know since playing in Minnesota. And of course, we'll keep an eye on that as it goes down later. And finally, to wrap things up, a couple of news, uh, a couple of things to tell you in news in soccer and also in softball. The Gopher soccer team took home Big Ten soccer awards. Delaney Stecker was named the Defender of the Week, and Sophia Bowman named Big Ten Co-Freshman of the Week, as Minnesota Gophers players continue to keep on rolling in awards as the seasons get started in the spring and wrap up in the winter. There are no sports going on today or for the rest of the week. We've told you before, we usually tell you all of the scheduled events for all Gopher teams and where you might be able to watch them at the top of every show, too. But in the spring season, at least for the month of May, there's plenty of sports going on, but it's just not when we're having our episodes, unfortunately. The softball, baseball, track and field, it's all usually weekend stuff. The entire April calendar for the Gophers is empty on Monday through Thursday. Nice for the athletes, but not so nice for us if we want to watch some Gophers sports. So nothing on the calendar today. No uh, results to report, of course, from yesterday either. We'll be right back here on Locked On Golden Gophers. We're talking about Martise Mitchell. He left the Minnesota Gophers. We're talking about guys like Parker Fox, who could be joining Minnesota, a D2 All-American, if you hadn't heard the name before. We'll tell you all about him in just a minute as well. That's coming up here on Locked On Golden Gophers as more players keep on coming in and out, and hopefully soon more in, to Minnesota basketball. We told you plenty about Built Bar already here on Locked On Golden Gophers. You know they're the best tasting protein bar out there. There's plenty of ways to get your protein, 
but none of them are going to be able to hit your taste buds quite as good as the Built Bar does. And now they're trying to figure out which Built Bar is the best of them all. And we're getting down to the nitty-gritty now. Final Four has been set over in the actual NCAA tournament. It's been set here in our Built Bar Madness as well. It's time to find out which Built Bar is best in Built Bar Madness. You can go over to BuiltBar.com to see the matchup or go to Built underscore Bar on Twitter. That's how you find out which one is best and vote on your favorite. I actually don't know the matchup for today because we're getting so close to the end of the tournament. It was matchups from earlier this week going up head to head today. So go over to BuiltBar.com, see what the matchup is, vote for your favorite. And of course, if you end up buying some Built Bars, use promo code LOCKEDON15, get 15% off your order. We'll be right back talking more Minnesota basketball. Who is Parker Fox? The forward out of Northern State is getting a lot of attention from big schools, and the Gophers are one of them. Minnesota has the advantage, though. He's from Matamida. We'll talk about that in just a minute here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Locked On Golden Gophers, Nate Dickinson back with you here. We're talking about everything going on with Minnesota basketball today and football too. We're going to get to the guys who have left Minnesota now and Martise Mitchell and Minnesota football also offered a, or sent out an offer to a 2022 defensive lineman out of North Carolina we'll talk about in the next segment. But I want to spend some time here discussing first a guy who would be making the most immediate impact on Gopher Sports, and that would be, of course, anybody who decides to transfer to Minnesota. In this case, we're going to put a spotlight on Parker Fox, because as of yesterday, Minnesota has officially sent out that offer to Fox, a D2 All-American, who we're going to break down right now. Now, if you don't know who Parker Fox is, you may not have heard him before. If you look up Parker Fox basketball reference to try and find the stats on him, like I did for this show, you'll find that there actually is already a Parker Fox in D1 basketball. He rides the bench for Clemson most of the time. This player, though, would not be a bench rider for the Minnesota Gophers. He'd be a starter. He'd be a big contributor right away. As we mentioned going into the break, Parker Fox is a Matamidi native, so that gives Minnesota a bit of an advantage here in recruiting the transfer, and the Gophers are going to need it because Minnesota has some competition here for this guy. Creighton's been looking at Parker Fox. Ohio State's the other name that has come out as some of the biggest, biggest pushers for his services, but obviously Minnesota's right in there too, and they do have that backyard advantage as well. As far as how Parker Fox has played at his time in Division II at Northern State, by the way, he was, as a freshman, redshirted his first season, but then led the team off the bench in his redshirt freshman season. Double-digit points per game, five rebounds per game. He started from his sophomore season onward, and in his junior year, this year, averaged 22.3 points per game and 10 rebounds per game as well. I mean, if that's not a recipe for something that every college basketball team wants, it's definitely what the Gophers need. Minnesota, we talked about in the show earlier this week, is already looking like it could be a pretty decently sized team, no matter what kind of talent they're able to put together. And this guy in Parker Fox matches that kind of profile as well. At six foot eight, 210 pounds, you're not someone you expect to bang down low in the post. And he doesn't do that. He's a driver, but... He's so aggressive and he's so smart with the ball too. And we'll get to what I saw from his tape in a minute. But he averaged 22.3 points and 10 rebounds per game this season. But I will say, the big thing that uh, may be concerning to a team trying to bring in a Parker Fox 
is that this guy does not shoot the three at all. Now, in college basketball, you don't need that guy to shoot the three. But the question would be, going forward, is he going to be able to use his smarts, again, which we'll talk about. This isn't just a physicality thing with Parker Fox for why he's so good at the D2 level. But the question's going to be going in. When he jumps into the Big Ten from D2 or the ACC or whatever it may be, is he going to be able to step up when everybody else is just as big and strong as he is? Because while D2 is extremely competitive, obviously we had their national championship over the weekend. Those players are outstanding. You could see sometimes out there on the court that Parker Fox was just going up against guys who could not physically match up with him. Could not do the things that he could do physically with the basketball and just got beat bad consistently because of it. And I want to get into the tape now and talk about just who this guy is physically because it's a bit of a unique kind of specimen. He's a driver. He uses his size really, really well. You can see when he is able to say as he'll be like a pick and roll guy. He was a lot at Northern State last season. That was a lot of the stuff I saw on the highlight tapes I saw. When he's that roller off a of pick and roll, if you can get him that ball with any sort of momentum going toward the basket, I mean, the play is pretty much over. He's going to score. He's going to get in or at least get a foul. And he, he has that head of steam that can really, really be thought of as a powerful, powerful attacker of the rim. But at the same time, he's a ball handler. He's six foot eight, but has tendencies to look like a guard at sometimes. He, he has dribble moves that are really good. When driving to the basket, it's not always just attack the rim. He, he can put a little spin on you on the way there. He can put the back to the basket and go from a post up. He can go up and under and hit a reverse layup. It's a guy who has the kind of handles that when you're watching him, you forget he's 6'8". There's plenty of times when I see this guy take the ball to the basket where I'm seeing him pull off dribble moves that makes it think like this is a 6'3", 6'4", guard. That may be the most intriguing thing about him because there's plenty of guys who are the physical specimen that Parker Fox is who could get to the rim and slam home dunks the way that he does on his highlight tapes. There's a lot of guys like that in college basketball. Not a, a lot of guys have that and also the ability and the basketball vision, court vision, that Parker has to be able to seemingly make the right decisions quickly and frequently. And it's why he was a D2 All-American. There's plenty of highlight markers here. This guy is a high flyer. Lots of hard dunks and alley-oop finishes in the highlight tapes that I saw. But I think it really is what was inside the years. What we're able to see from what he can do in putting the ball on the floor itself. I think that's what really, really intrigues D1 coaches, including Ben Johnson. Now, as far as the context with the Gophers. If he were to come to Minnesota, he would be another player who is long and able to do a lot while also having the size. Which fits the profile of a lot of the guys who are still with Minnesota. I like being able to build that profile. I'm one who's really a sucker for a long team. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be tall. But I like guys who are long, if that makes sense. And uh, like long arms, long wingspans, people who can make a defense look bigger than it is. And Minnesota's building up guys like that right now with the guys they have coming up already on the roster. Uh, Jameson Battles, another one of those guys. Parker Fox would be the same at six foot eight, but with an ability to work on the perimeter as well. I'm really liking that idea of a big Gophers team. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here. But again, I mentioned the biggest concern is just that this guy does not shoot. So 
if the smarts that he has, the ball handling that he has, the driving, if it's not enough to overcome everyone else getting physically up to his level, then I don't know if he'll be able to succeed at the next level. Now, I'm not expecting that at all. This guy is smart on the floor. He has the ability with some of the stuff he does. I said, he looks like a guard out there with the way he's able to maneuver with the basketball. He's not like quick like a 6'2 player, but he's really, really quick for the 6'8 that he is. He's like the running backs that they describe as either the power backs or the elusive guys, right? You either are... When you're handing off the ball to a guy, hoping he can either run over the guy or he's the guy who's going to be able to run by the guy, right? I'd say Parker Fox is a little combination of both. We see that explosiveness out of him consistently. It is the biggest thing that pops out when you first start watching the guy play. But that ability to be the elusive running back, or in this case, the forward who isn't just all power to the rim and can finesse his way there too, that's really, really cool to see. That's really, really cool to see in a gopher uniform next year, too. And Minnesota has sent the offer out. So hopefully Ben Johnson can continue to live up to those Minnesota roots that he says he has here from when he was an assistant under Richard Pitino. Grab another guy, maybe one, two, three more, because Minnesota could certainly use it. And Parker Fox fits the bill. We'll talk about more players leaving Minnesota, getting offers from Minnesota football as well. All that coming up in just a minute here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Well, we give you all the information that you need to know about Minnesota Gopher Sports. Now that you have it, you can take it on over to Bet Online and make some money. BetOnline.ag is our place to go for everything when it comes to sports betting, but also, I watch The Bachelor. I'll bet on that kind of stuff. Award season is here. You can bet on all that, too. Go over to BetOnline.ag and get your money right now. You can even get some money for free. By heading over there and entering in our promo code when you sign up, locked on. That's locked on when you sign up at betonline.ag for a 50% welcome bonus. 50% more than whatever you put in, in there for free, just because you let them know that we sent you. Nate Dickinson here with Locked On Golden Gophers. We'll be back again in just a minute. You're listening into the Locked On Podcast Network. Nate Dickinson in here with Locked On Golden Gophers. Wrapping up the show by, well, recapping everything else that happened with players getting offers from Minnesota sports. Another player leaves the Minnesota basketball team, and, well, we're going to talk about all of it right now here on Locked On Golden Gophers. But first, you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And also, are you ready for the NFL Draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner, too. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. That's the Odyssey app. They just went under a name change. Odyssey. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. We've got all sorts of things to talk about with Minnesota sports. We already broke down Parker Fox, a guy who is now a player who has a Minnesota offer in his hand as he looks to decide where he wants to jump up from the D2 level two. And now we'll talk about some of the guys who are leaving Minnesota or just the one who left as of the last day, Martise Mitchell. Mitchell. This basketball team had lost four players already. 
we knew why that had happened. Richard Pitino gets fired. Minnesota basketball misses the tournament again after another disappointing season. The best players on the team are realizing that the team probably isn't going to get that much better over the course of the next year. And Marcus Carr dips. Jamal Mashburn Jr. dips. And now it's all of a sudden this landslide where now five players have left the Minnesota basketball program. Not all of them, like Martise Mitchell, were playing much at all, even, for this team. But all of them, like Martise Mitchell, would have had a good opportunity to play next season in the first year under Ben Johnson. He would have had a shot, and he's passing up on that shot to look and see what shots are available elsewhere. I don't know what it says about Minnesota basketball right now. I, I think it says that the team has a new coach. Martise Mitchell was a freshman who was recruited by Richard Pitino, really didn't play any under him in one year, and then the coach left. So I don't blame him from leaving. But this does seem like a direct product of losing Patino. Johnson just isn't the guy who recruited, recruited Martise Mitchell. So, I mean, when you have a team where the coach who's there isn't the one who recruited you, you don't really feel like you owe the team anything because you haven't been playing, you've been doing your work. Why would you stay? if you didn't think you were going to get, for sure, that opportunity to get big-time minutes. I understand why Martise Mitchell left. I understand why all these guys have left. It just really hurts a lot more every single time one of these guys who weren't getting playing time and could have had opportunities to leave. Because I, I don't know what it says, again, about Minnesota basketball, but I feel like it can't be good, right? Like, in the most basic of terms, and obviously this is if there's no sort of just bad blood between players in the school or any sort of relationship problems with anyone. If you're just talking about the opportunities on the court, you're looking at a chance to play on a Big Ten team next season. When, for guys like Martise Mitchell, they didn't have that chance at all last year. And, and I don't know if that chance is available for Martise Mitchell on the transfer market. Maybe he's looking down into a smaller school now. But if he was, then he's looking at, all right, well, maybe I could play at Minnesota next year, or I could find somewhere smaller to play at next year where I have a better shot. I understand the reasoning, but at the same time, I feel like there's a lot of players who would, if they had that chance, would stick around and at least see if they could do it, you know? And again, this isn't a knock on Martise Mitchell. I think he made the right move for himself, honestly. It's just a head-scratcher for me. Just as something from the outside that I can't understand why, if there's nothing else going on, these guys wouldn't at least take a chance on maybe being able to be on a Big Ten team and be playing and on the court for nationally televised games all the time. Maybe Martise Mitchell thinks he has that opportunity to play at a Power 5 school somewhere next season. I don't know. But I know he had the chance to at least fight for it here at Minnesota and he passed it up. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't blame him. But it makes me feel uneasy about where this program's at right now. It's a lot of complaining to do one week into a coaching tenure, I know. And we'll stop it now here as we wrap up here on Locked On Golden Gophers. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Tomorrow is the start of a new month, and it's also Minnesota Pro Day on the football field. We'll talk about all that tomorrow here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Until then, Nate Dickinson, roll the boat, Sky Uma, go Gophers.